Hey everybody, welcome to the Nomadic Holden podcast. I am your host, Holden. Uh, this is a podcast about van life and my life. And today with I have a special, special guest. None other than my best friend, Kelsey Jermaine Haro. Hi guys, I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm but, nervous too, um, that's why I'm speaking this loud. You, you introduced me, but this podcast is about you, so we want to know a little bit about you. Ain't well. nobody want to know about me, but okay, let's get into this. Okay, I am a 28-year-old male in Conroe, Texas. Well, not for long, but at the, at the time of this podcast, I live in Conroe, Texas. And I just bought a van a few months ago. I'm ready to hit the road, guys. That is all you need to know about me at this point. <laughs> You'll find well, out soon enough. Yeah, I guess, but um, just what about you? That you come from Texas. Yeah, I've been I've been living here ever since. All I've been living life. here twenty eight years, man. Yeah, it was like a brief stint so, where I was kind of in Louisiana, but it was like barely over there, like so right across the border. The whole reason you're starting this podcast is because you bought the van. Yeah, I. Okay, so finding out about van life within this past year, honestly, like. 27 years of my life I had no idea what it was you know just it was hippies <laughs> like if if you lived in a van you were well, just a hippie it's, it's or what people a, a were hobo doing even back when like yeah during my mom's time so it's not something it's not new know, yeah it's not new it's just I think to the to the general public it's we just didn't know about it you know um uh, so basically I had no I had no idea about this growing up. I moved around a lot. My stepdad was a coach. So every single year it seemed like from the year I was 12 years old up until 18, we moved every single year. And I just kind of got used to that. And then after that, after after I turned 18 and I moved out away from my family, I continued to move on my own. I moved from Orange, Texas to Gross. <laughs> yeah, pretty you're not you're not wrong there. Sorry if any of y'all are from Orange, but oh, uh no, you understand. You understand I've never already. I've been to Orange, Texas, so I can't say. Honestly, it has a big sign that says "Welcome to Orange, your last taste of Texas." Oh, that's, that's a pretty sick sign, but everything else is just disgusting. <laughs> but uh, so I graduated high school from there, and then I moved from there to Corpus Christi, from Corpus Christi to College Station. From College Station to Austin, from Austin to Conroe, from Conroe to, to Spring, from oh. Spring back to Conroe, Conroe to College Station again, and now I'm back in Conroe for what a brief went? time, and then I'm about to get up out of here. So okay, that so you, that that's all you need to know about me. So you've never heard of van life, and what kind of, where did you hear that from? you <laughs> look okay to put this into perspective i want you to talk about yourself let everyone know a little bit about who you are and so they'll um, understand a little bit more like whenever i met you why i kind of began to think the way i think now okay so i'm guessing most of your viewers have like seen a lot of pictures of me um i met holden a year ago so it was september 2018 so, um, year so and a couple were, months. You were coming out of a really bad breakup, and I guess I just I came in because 
you just needed a friend you needed someone to vent to and when you met me I was just like I was going off on this idea of van life because that was something I always wanted to do um because I was always inspired by the desert my family would always go out to like have a zoo and because where were you born Oh, I'm from California. Yeah, from she, Southern California. She's only been here in Texas for a few years. Yeah, um, that's a long story. But, yeah, I've only been here for a couple <laughs> years. And and I'm just always on about, like, leaving and getting out here and, and doing the things. Like, just doing all the things. <laughs> like, hiking and um, traveling and living, basically. Yeah. And so I was instilling all these ideas into Holden. And he was kind of like skeptical he i fought it at first yeah a little you didn't bit. understand like like why do you want to live in a car and like i think you wanted more of like the family life for for the me basic standard i kind of i grew up with the thought of the quote-unquote american dream with the wife and the the kids and the white picket fence and the <laughs> yeah. huge house and just you live in one spot your whole life and everything you know everyone down the street from you and you just all play and that's that's what I grew up wanting. At least, it's what I thought that I wanted. That's just because I I didn't know anything other than that. Yeah. So meeting her, she definitely, like... At first, I was definitely hesitant. And I was kind of like, this girl is crazy. It took you like a year? Yeah, it, it literally <laughs> took me about buying, a whole year. He ended up buying the van before, before yeah, he her. got onto it. So She's like, oh, heck no. Yeah, <laughs> I was mad about it, but... Um, yeah. So that's kind of like the origins, um, or a little bit of the origins of our friendship. Yeah. But um, and of course, I I started to dig down, like to dig into it. The more she talked about it and everything, I started, you know, on Instagram. I started following a lot of uh, accounts, other van lifer, like van life accounts, and just kind of seeing like, okay, these vans are pretty sick. Like it's not just like. You didn't even You're, like vehicles. He didn't. Uh, yeah, like, I don't even like cars to begin with. Like he didn't like rigs or like lifted vehicles. I I think you were kind of like, oh, I don't care as long as it gets me from one place to the next. Yeah, I just had then you a Chevy looking. Cruze, and I was like, this has good gas mileage. That's good for me. Yeah. But I was always into like just rigged out all vehicles. these off road vehicles, yeah. and just I like the look of them, but I also they would be useful for something like van life. So yeah, now you were looking into one and. Oh, yeah. Also, what people might want to know what type of car you got. What type of van is Yeah. It? So, I I did a lot of looking around when I was trying to find a van because I I typically... I'm very impulsive to begin with when I buy things. When it came to the van, I was also pretty impulsive and I... I, I looked at maybe two, and I was kind of like, ooh, I like this one. Yeah, and then I was like, like, this is the one. This is the one for me. <laughs> and then I had to take a step back because that it was $8,000, which, you know, to a lot of y'all might not seem like a lot, but it also had 150,000 miles on it. And it was really hard for me to find a good van to begin with. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Because so many of the ones that I was looking at were really high mileage because most people used them for work. Work vans. Yeah, work vans. And I finally found one that had 106,000 miles on it, which was, and it was for $3,000. And it's a 1997 Ford Econoline Club Wagon. 
uh, E150 club wagon, which for me, like that's a perfect, that's a perfect starter van. There are, there are other vans that I I could have gotten that were, you know, maybe taller because I'm six foot one. So I don't get to stand up fully in the van, which is not really that big of a deal, but as a starter van, I, I think I lucked out and got the perfect one. It's in pretty decent condition and it was only three thousand dollars so i'm pretty happy with what i got um yeah i wanted to talk about like so you went to go look at it and then you sent me photos mm-hmm. and i remember it was like i can't remember if it was at night and i was like looking at the photos and i was like oh my gosh something spoke to me and i was like that green van it, that's meant to be like for something overcame me like sometimes you just know Mm-hmm. And I was like, you need to get that van. I was like, he needs to get this van. And I had some doubt that because you were going to go the next day and see if you could get it. Yeah. I can't remember how it went down. but And I was just like, I was praying. I was like, I hope he gets his car because something just spoke to me. And I was like, that looks like Holden's car. Be- because on paper, it looked, it was perfect. But you never know when you go check it out. Like if something wasn't working right that I just couldn't, like I had to have. So she didn't want to get her hopes up for me because I had my hopes up though like and and I had a feeling like oh maybe he won't get it <laughs> but I had my hopes up and you Little went, you you went and bought it yourself mm-hmm. that was the night that we were going to go to REI and sleep over because they yeah. had a garage sale yeah they were doing a garage sale at REI and we planned on just camping we were just going to camp out there with and, tents yeah, with with our tents that we have, and which I was pretty like stoked about to begin with because I, I just that was the first time getting to go to that garage sale that I was actually ready to enjoy it, and she didn't know, but I bought the van and I pulled up in the van. Yeah, because you were gonna go look at it again and see if you could get it, but then you were mm-hmm. gonna meet up with me later, and so I was already there waiting in the parking lot outside of REI. Yeah, and. I don't think I had much communication with you because it was just so hectic and you were busy and you were on the phone with someone else and like so I didn't have much communication I didn't even know like if you knew how to get there because you didn't have a GPS yeah and so when I maybe you should talk about that like you you left so you got the car and you left okay that place yeah and he didn't have a GPS okay so the reason why I didn't have a GPS because everyone's probably like okay duh yeah you use your phone I have gone years. Okay, for some, I love social media. Like I can't get enough of it. I love Instagram and and Snapchat and YouTube, but I hate talking on the phone. I don't like texting or any of that stuff. So I have gone multiple years without having phone service. <laughs> like, I'm a 28 year old man without my phone being activated, and it it works around Wi-Fi. I'm around Wi-Fi 90 percent of the time, so it's like. I've never really needed it. Yeah. That night it would have been helpful. <laughs> that night it would have been pretty nice. But uh, yeah, for the most, like, that, people ask me all the time, like, wait, why well, can't you? It, and I'm like, I just think don't. think it's a weird thing. But it's weird to them. But some, to me, I'm like, I never liked it. Because they want to spend the money on something like that. Whereas, yeah. why? I didn't need it. You're I'm around, around Wi-Fi. So I'm, it's like. Kelsey is the person I talk to all the time. I'm around her all the time. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, so, I don't know. It's just one of those things. <laughs> but so what I can do, <laughs> what I can do on my phone, though, on the maps uh, app, 
I can type in, if I'm around Wi-Fi, where I'm going, and then take the route, and it'll take me all the way there, because I think it pre-programs it in, but the route it took me on, the road was closed, and so it doesn't recalculate, because it doesn't have the, yeah, it doesn't reroute, so I basically had to turn around, and I tried to go to the next street, and that was blocked off too, and I was like, well, crap, like, how am I going to freaking get over there now? I don't really know where to go. I'm in Houston, and Houston gives me anxiety to begin with, and... Somehow, I just, I looked at the actual map, and I was like, I'm going to do this old school. And I found it myself. By streets or something? I had to go a couple different different ways, because there were so many things blocked off, because there was a flood or something. I don't know what happened, but I somehow made it over there in Houston. And I think that was my proudest moment of my entire life. (laughs) That's just insane, because I was waiting a while, and like, I was talking to my sister on the phone, so I was like... I was sitting there, and it was about, like, an hour or hour or two where I (laughs) was, like, waiting there. And I was thinking, I was just, like, worrying because I was, like, how is he going to get here? He doesn't know how to get here. He was in downtown Houston. Mm -hmm. You're about, like, 26 minutes away, I think. Yeah, it was about 30-minute drive. And so, but I, like, I'll never forget the moment that, like, your car pulled up, and I saw you all the way over across the parking lot because the parking lot is huge, and I saw your green van pulling up and i don't know like i remember telling my sister i was like oh my gosh she's pulling up that's him that's him that's him and so like i was like i gotta go i gotta go and like I, do you remember when i got out of the car and i was like jumping or i was like screaming or something I was like, yeah oh she like, she was so excited almost like it was her van and i was bringing it to her yeah because like i don't know it was so i don't i don't know I'll i think she just that. didn't actually like I didn't think as much as it. she wanted like me to get it like she was excited i was getting it i think deep down she was like there's no way he's gonna get this, this is like my dream this because like, this was her dream too you know and like for me to pull up she's like oh my gosh she's he so, actually did it like, it's insane because the difference let me just tell you like how things can change in a year for someone because you went from meeting me and being so skeptical and like anti the idea yeah and then like fast forward literally was it like close to the year like yeah it was a year later and then you had yeah, the about, van like it's just insane. yeah because it was in october i got the van and it was september i met her in a year like so that gives you hope that mm-hmm. you feel like things are low right now but like just imagine like what future you have ahead yeah you just if you go into anything and everything with like an open mind and i don't know it Like, there's some things that you just, you're missing out on because you're closed-minded and you just, like, let go of that. And it's it's crazy. Like, it really is crazy for me to think of, too. Because, keep in mind, I was 27 before I left Texas to go on a trip. (laughs) I didn't, I never, I stayed in Texas. I did one church trip, but it was like, we went and we were on, in a camp. So, I never got to explore anything. When I was 27, uh, this was in February of 2019, yeah, February of 2019, Uh, Kelsey and I, we just, I kind of messaged her, and I was like, hey, I kind of want to go to uh, Colorado, I've got money right now, like, do you want to go? And she was like, wait, what? When? And I was like, this weekend, and it was just like two days away from the weekend, and she was like, well yeah let me pack some bags and so i was like yo she's down to go and like we just went on this awesome trip to colorado and 
that kind of also sparked my interest in just like, okay, there's a lot outside of Texas that like I'm just missing out on. There was snow over there and it was like, I was like a little kid playing in the snow and I, I just loved it. And it, like it opened my eyes to kind of what she was saying all along that like nature can be spiritual and I don't know. It, it changed everything you. changed me. Like I just, it I flipped, I flipped you. the script. Yep. Yeah. And so like, I think you've been, see, I told you that it would happen. Like you become addicted. Yeah. And that's just because I've been so grounded there. here. So then now you're like uneasy and you're like, I've got the itch. Yeah. That's the, the word. Like now you just want to like go and, and do it again and again and again. So like now you understand yeah. that you literally go crazy here. You're right though. I, I don't know. I've, I've always been, like I said earlier, I've kind of bounced around Texas my whole life. I'm not really used to staying in one spot for a long period of time. Even though, you know, growing up, I thought that was kind of my dream was to pick a spot and make it my home. Like the whole idea of van life is home is where you park it. (laughs) So right now, yeah, I'm in Conroe over here close to Houston and I've got friends over here in the college and everything, but next month I'm, I'm moving to Colorado. I'm going to go there and I'm just going to learn snowboarding and go do all of the hiking I can possibly do and make friends over there. And, you know, hopefully some other van lifers and just build a community and just enjoy that. And then if I ever want to move from there, I can just go. I can start a life anywhere I want, anywhere I decide at that moment. The freedom. And that's, that's so like, yeah, that the freedom right there, it's just so, it takes off so much pressure because it's just me and my happiness is always going to come over money. And this is what makes me happy. Just the idea that I can literally go and do anything I want and be who I want to be. Yeah. That's it's freeing. Like a, a lot of weight is taken off my back. I don't feel the pressure to, to live and conform to the life that I, thought was supposed to be for me. Um. So I had another thing to ask. Um, I don't know how long it's been, <laughs> but um. <laughs> We've been so, rambling on for a while. <laughs> I was gonna say what inspired you, but I want to ask like, what do you hope with this podcast to inspire? So. What do I hope this podcast does to inspire other people? Yeah. I just think if you're listening to this, you either are a van lifer or you're somebody who's interested in the idea of it, or- but just don't have, don't know much about it. And I really think that for one thing, if you are a van lifer, just any ideas that I bring to the table or any of my experiences, it's just always nice to kind of get a different perspective on it. And I love hearing everyone else's stories. And I I just think it's really cool. But for people who are looking into it and maybe don't know if they want to do it or not, I think just hearing like from me that the person that I was growing up to who I am now just everything that I believed and everything that I believe now are so opposite and that you can just pick up on so many things and realize you don't like, it's hard to put into words. Like, like don't be afraid to jump on. Yeah, That's exactly. Literally just, what you did. You were skeptical at first. Yeah, and there's exactly. someone out there who's like, who's sitting there and they're making that decision, but 
Like the yeah. solo road? What was... Yeah. She mentioned so it's that. A, She's like, it's you're a sitting podcast. there and you're wondering. Mm-hmm. She's like, make your dreams like mm-hmm. into action or otherwise they're not your dreams. Yeah, exactly. Or I don't know. I don't... I, you can keep thinking about stuff in your head every single day, but unless you manifest it and you actually just go out and do it, that's all they're going to be. It's just stuff floating around thoughts. in your head. They're just thoughts. They stay there? Go, yeah, they're going to stay there unless you just one day wake up and just go, I'm going to do it. Most people are like, I don't have enough money to go do this. What am I going to do about money? Go over there and find a job. You have enough money to get there. You have enough money to, but like, you, there's never going to be a perfect time to go and do it. Like the it day wasn't necessarily a good time for you, but you did it. And now, and you're now, ready for it. yeah, that's why I'm saying like a lot of people chase jobs and money and then look for happiness afterwards or think that the money and the, the job is going to bring them happiness. That's not the case. I find that if you go chase happiness, then the money will follow because you're actually excited and happy to do what you're doing and to be where you are. That you're going to go into that job with a better mindset to begin with. <laughs> so I just go for it. If That's you're, if you having the thought and you, and I do want to put this out there because I know if y'all are, if y'all are listening to this, you're probably following other van life accounts on Instagram <laughs> or listening to other van lifers. You don't have to have a souped up van to, to be happy right now, <laughs> as we are speaking I tore up the inside of the van. I took the seats out and everything. And I hung up some curtains because I'm working on... I'm going to do insulation and stuff in it. But I have a mattress just laying on the back of the floor. You don't have to have this beautiful... You start somewhere. You start somewhere and you can slowly build up to it. But that's not what makes the van life happy. That The van is... um, it's It's to transport and just... To give you the means to do what you want to do. Because you save so much money by living in the van. So I do want to say you don't have to go buy this expensive van and spend $20,000 converting it. Like You can do it yourself and just make it cozy. (laughs) You just make it cozy Cozy. and you're good to go. Cozy. (laughs) Cozy. So I did want to throw that out there that you can do it, man. Or woman. (laughs) Yeah. um... I don't know. Should we close it out kind of with the, the childhood thing, like what we wanted to be? Or should we do Gary V's words? Uh, Tell me about like what inspired you maybe or either or. Yeah, just inspiration for me. Because you were it's talking just, a lot about Gary V and I was like, who's this guy? And Yeah, Gary Vaynerchuk. he kind of inspired you a little bit. He, I could tell. <laughs> He inspires me a lot because he's the one who put that idea of happiness over money in my head. And also the idea of patience. And that you like just have patience, keep doing what you're doing, but no, nothing's going to happen right away. But also happiness over money. Like he, so he inspired me for that. And then Kelsey inspired me. You inspired me. Like you inspire me just because of, the first time we went on a hike together, just we ended it by going. We ended up on a, a track at a school. Wait, what was this? Huh? At the apartments back. We ended oh, up on a track. That wasn't really hiking. It was just walking, walking around outside. I call it hiking. But we wait. walked up some hills. We hopped a fence. 
but we ended up sitting on the in the stadium seats like the the, the bleachers the track. yeah the bleachers and it it was beginning to be nighttime we were sitting there and we were just we looked at the moon and the moon yellow. was incredible it was a full moon. and like for me back then i was like yo that moon is sick but she literally had a look in her eyes like she was looking at the most beautiful thing she's ever laid eyes on to where she was so I don't I don't think she knew I was beside her anymore for a little while. She was like <laughs> she zoned into it and I at that point I didn't quite get it yet. I looked at things differently, I think. Yeah, exactly. You you had a different look. Like for me I was like, "Yo, that moon looks dope." Cuz you never cuz you you told me you never like sat down and watched a sunset before. I never did. But and that night like it was like cloudy but you could see the moon. And yep. it was bright yellow, so like when it would come out of the clouds, like it was a full yeah, yellow was, moon. And I don't know. I've, I don't think I've it was seen crazy. that before. So, but and she like I was zoned out. Yeah, exactly. That's what you were. And you were. <laughs> it was sick. And then we and then we walked back and uh, jumped in a pool uh, with our all our clothes on and stuff. It was a good night. <laughs> but just seeing her go through that, that kind of inspired me to I don't know, just kind of take action and just don't think so much and just do like we literally just watched that and then just started walking back and was like yo i bet you that pool looks nice and she i was like you want to she's like yeah let's do it i'm like yo this girl's really about to and we just jumped in full (laughs) clothes it was really cool that's why she's my best friend because she's crazy (laughs) so that is basically gonna be just a gist. We kind of did a whole introduction for this whole podcast because we yeah. originally wanted to talk about like all these topics, but we'll have to save it for later because we kind of went into the background, the story about yeah. the man, which I like that we went off script. Yeah, we yeah we <laughs> we wrote down a couple of topics, but we just so kind of just made it. We just rambled on. I kind of like rambling, <laughs> so maybe we'll just do that more often. But so to wrap it up. Yeah, we will kind of think about how often we want to post. We haven't really talked about this stuff. And we want to see if you guys are interested first. Yeah. And And kind of keep going with it because I think we have a lot of things to share. Yeah, definitely. A lot more. If y'all want to hear more about the actual build of my van and things that I have to work on and things that I have worked on, we can talk about that in an episode. Yeah, future plans. Um, so I will say on that note to, you know, shout out to me on, uh, Instagram, Nomadic Holden, and also to Kelsey at Hey Cussie. Yeah. That's H-E-Y-K-U-S-S-I-E. <laughs> Until um, next time. Yeah, uh, we, we guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I don't know how to speak anymore. We hope you guys have a wonderful night or day or morning. Yeah, wherever if you're you are. To this. Um, thank you for listening and taking the time. Send it. <laughs>